Welcome everyone to the Here's Johnny podcast. This week we are reviewing the film The Thing from Another World, which came out in 1951. Uh, it is our first alien episode, or sorry, first alien film review episode. <laughs> We've had plenty of alien stuff. Uh, Justin, how you been doing, buddy? I'm okay. Uh, fucking slaving away at work, basically. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm in the, kind of the same boat. Uh, work has definitely been picking back up. It has been ungodly hot uh, yeah. here recently. Yeah, it's um, been brutal. I had a scare, which I was telling you about. You can tell everybody I was trying to get Blasto to work. Um, I have it on my PS1 oh, yeah. Classic. <laughs> uh, yep. And I, I had quite a scary moment, but it is working. Um, that review is next week. It is. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a special, <laughs> special moment, I think. Yeah. Um, but no, like honestly, before we were recording, I was watching the uh, Field of Dreams baseball game between the Yankees and the White Sox. I, I know from most of the people who we interact with on Discord, they all lull at me and ignore the the sports ball talk. But uh, it was really cool. The teams like walked out of the cornfield, like the like the baseball field literally is in the middle of a cornfield. Um, it's really cool, especially if you like baseball. I liked it a lot, but it's still going on actually right now. Right on, yeah. <laughs> but it's totally fine. You have a baseball team yeah. out there in Canada, the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, yeah. And you're close to Toronto, right? I... Oh, yeah, I'm like an hour away or something like that. Um, honestly, I always just uh, went to their games for the food. <laughs> I understand that. I, in fact, so before um, I ask you what you've been up to, I yes. do have a question for you. Okay. I just totally blanked on it. It was something like not to do with any video games or anything. Oh, I remember. Sorry. Candyman. <laughs> we have been talking about seeing it in theaters. Obviously, COVID yes. and craziness is much different up there in Canada than it is down here. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, because the States is basically pretending like it's completely gone. Depends which now, state right? you're in. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what about it? I want to know. We, we, we are, you and I have already talked about it, but do you think yeah. we're going to be able to do a Candyman review? Let me. I'm going to. I'm not going to cut this out. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go onto the because I, I only have like a big chain theater near mm-hmm. me. Um, but I know like <laughs> there's gonna be stupid. But uh, the the there's a Paw Patrol movie coming out. Uh, oh, for your kids next. Yeah, and it's actually my daughter's birthday next. Not next. Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, and we were going to take her, uh, but they are not showing it. Okay. So, um, what am I looking here? Searching for, I'm going to look for... I doubt they have the showtime yet, since it comes out on the 27th, but I'm more just curious if the theaters are open. If, it, if they're open, it's going to become to a main chain. So, well, here's the thing, though. Paw Patrol, <laughs> again, is a very big kids thing. Like, it's huge. for ki- It's like a huge money maker, yeah. basically. Um, and it's not there. Well, I would say it's that's probably playing. because I would say they're probably not putting kids stuff on there because I think parents are risk adverse when it comes to their children. Like they don't want to take their kids and put them at risk. Whereas like adults would be willing to like take that yeah. risk. I mean, so I, I'm looking, I can't see that far ahead, but I am looking in what's today. Uh-huh. And I mean, they're showing Jungle Cruise, Don't Breathe Too, Free Guy, Space Jam. So I'm assuming it will be the Green Knight. Okay, cool. Okay, Suicide cool, cool, Squad. Cool. So I'm assuming it will be there. Um, we we might. I know, but I also know that they're like I'm looking at this right uh-huh. now. Tomorrow being a Friday, everything is sold out already. Cool. So uh, we're, it might be 
I'll, I'll remind you. Uh, I'm going to extra day or two. Yeah, but we'll, 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 we'll stay in touch. But yeah, I think that's really good news. We'll I mean, obviously yes. the Delta variant is causing a lot of consternation and it is a threat, but it's nice that we can get back to theaters again because we haven't reviewed a new release movie, both of us going to the theater in a very long time. And I, I mean, I, I will say for, how much is it? $250 I can rent it an entire theater. I mean, I'm very excited for Candyman, but I'm not sure that much. <laughs> That I'm not, much coin, dude. If I if I'm not spending two hundred and fifty dollars to go see Paw Patrol, I'm not going. I'm not spending two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> for Candyman. Okay, and then you brought up Don't Breathe. We should just talk about it. Did you see the review I posted over in Rachel's Discord from Variety? No. Did you watch it? Fuck no, absolutely oh. not. That movie will okay. not get a dime for me. The review literally made him sound like he wasn't that bad of a guy in the first movie, and then it literally described him like he was like this anti-hero like person to like girl dad kind of bullshit what what the fuck? oh i know and the thing is is like i remember when that first trailer dropped and we all were like what the hell like this guy literally had a woman chained up in his basement and was raping her with a turkey baster and forcing her yeah. to carry his child um like and then people like like blue check marks on twitter were like well, you can't judge it based on a trailer. Like, we need to see what actually happens. There's a vision. And then I read that review because I, again, zero interest in seeing this movie at all. Yeah, and it's like it's exactly yeah. what we thought it was. Like y'all, y'all tried I to gaslight us, and it was exactly what we fucking thought it was. And honestly, yeah. it's embarrassing. And we should be doing better in 2021. Sorry about it. You yeah, had Jane I'm... Levy's character, <laughs> who you easily could have followed and done a sequel to, and instead you chose yeah. the rapist. Good God, that movie! I can't believe it exists. I know. I'm when like y'all still told baffled us, that it well, think, exists because I don't think me and Mars knew about it when you and Rachel told us the background to it when yeah. we reviewed it with them. Like I thought you were joking because it's so fucking cringy, and instead they just steered right into it. So way to go, Hollywood! You <sighs> yeah. you keep it you keep it going. <sighs> oh jeez, <boy. laughs> yeah. So we are a horror podcast, but we aren't uh, going to be covering that piece of garbage. Um, Justin, we can move on from that. What has been new with you? Um, so, uh, a couple things cool. actually, um, been playing Final Fantasy 14. I haven't played it as much. Um, played some of the Back for Blood beta, yep. uh, with Rachel on the weekend. And I think if you're still up for it, you, me, Rachel and Tuck are going to play sat- this Saturday. So yeah, I'm hanging out with Devin. Past I'm weekend. A movie. I'm seeing, uh, Free guy in the theaters at five thirty. Oh, nice! But then after that, like, I, I could, no one. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, they're late night, so. Oh yeah, and I won't be on till eight thirty. Okay, cool. So, um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm actually playing two games right now that I can't talk about. I hate when people say <laughs> that, but it's true. Sorry. You're so special. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? One of them is actually a pretty big deal, so I'm pretty excited about that. I, I will be able to talk about it in. Well, what is two it? You can edit weeks. it out. Uh, you don't, I, I need to know. And uh, I guess really the last thing. Oh, I finished season three of Wellington Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched Suicide Squad. I don't know if we've recorded since I we have it. No, it's all fucking. Whiffed. Do we talk about um, it? Oh wait, we did talk about it in Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, that's right, and that is uh, dropping yeah. for listeners in the past, but tomorrow for us. Uh, part yeah. five <laughs> is trash, and honestly, I'm actually oh, excited God, so for bad. May thirteenth, twenty twenty two. So we can wash that nasty ass taste <laughs> out of our mouth because my god, what a shitty movie! It's so bad. Um, but I, I think the only other thing is I got a new boom arm, which I'm actually you can see a little mm-hmm. bit of it right now. It's 
man, it's amazing. It's the a one and only arm that actually goes over the back of my monitor and like comes down in front of it. So I've like cleared up all this space on my desk. I don't know, I'm just happy about it. Anyways, uh, that is it for me, I think. Uh, what about yourself, Larry? Uh, just kind of a funny comment tagging off of that. Okay. Uh, my computer is barely staying alive right now. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to get through grad school, so I would love it to hope this live one more year. If it can live one more year, I will replace it. I do not think it will last that long. I but I am I, I am mean... aggressively paying off debt and saving up for a house, so I am putting off <laughs> buying a new computer until literally smoke comes out of the bitch. So we're I don't think it's that far <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, but for myself, when it comes to video games, barely been playing anything. Um, I'm working on some like smaller titles and destiny like old titles and stuff like things i can do solo um yeah but the new season starts here in like two weeks which is a pretty cool um i booted up blaster like i mentioned i'm going to be playing that this weekend apparently it is something special but you'll need to listen to next week's review to hear all that thank you ginger um when it comes to tv shows still watching gossip girl the new episode dropped today it's still fantastic it's trash and i love it it makes me happy. I started Doom Patrol on Rachel's recommendation. Oh, how is that? It's, I, mean, I love Brendan Fraser, and he's like he's like the heart mm-hmm. of the show. Oh, so good. It's in, good. Oh man, I yeah. No, it's Sorry, good. go ahead. It's, it's, it's like R rated, yeah. so it's like okay, yeah, funny, funny and like and graphic <laughs> and stuff. So I, I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. Um, and really, besides that, my diet is still going well. I'm like. 10 days into full-on veganism so like no milk cheese no, no cheese, eggs nothing. nothing yeah damn i i could i could probably do vegetarian i don't think I can do vegan. it it's more just like an adaptation and like the first time what really sucked Devin and i went to um burger king because we went and visited her mom she's got back from a vacation and we stopped yeah. at Burger King, and I got the Impossible Whopper, but I can't have mayonnaise and I can't have cheese, so it was just like ketchup and the veggies, and it was dry as fuck. So like next time I have to ask him to add like extra ketchup or mustard or something because it was it was just fucking dry as hell. I didn't realize how yeah, much um, the cheese I, and the mayonnaise cover the texture. Actually, if you want, um, my brother, my older brother, uh, well I have two older brothers, but one of my older brothers has actually been a vegan for. Oh God, he's turning forty, and since he was like, oh 18, wow, okay, yeah, so he's like full on like hardcore yeah. into it. He knows all the best veggie burgers. I might have to ask him. And it, 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 so far, it's been great. Like, I got some like uh, frozen vegan meatballs that were really oh, nice. good. Um, I got frozen chicken tenders or chicken tenders. Uh, I had those <laughs> yeah. in the air fryer. Those were those were the, probably the best thing yet. Mm. See, I'm a, I'm a fan of like cauliflower bites, okay. and uh, I actually eat uh, like Beyond Burgers instead of yeah. regular burgers like 90 percent of the time because it's it's actually and that's the thing good. too is like I, I wanted to do it for a while, and like I mean basically if you watch any like I know PETA people are kind of like freaking crazy, but if you watch any of the videos about how like mass farming like treats the animals, like I love chicken wings, but how can I justify eating chicken wings when I know that's how the majority of the chickens are being treated? Do you know what I mean? Like, if I had my own farm... No, I was, because I love chicken wings. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I said no, because I oh, love so do chicken I do. wings. I do, too. But it, that, that's, <laughs> that and pizza are, like, the two things I'm um, struggling with the most. Um, Devin and I are going to try mm. to get vegan pizza this weekend. Oh, actually, um, you can make... So, a while ago, I was uh, doing, like, a lot of, like, vegan keto. Oh, sure, sure. 
Um, and I made myself a, a cauliflower crust at home, and it was like delicious. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, my plan was I was going to get a whole wheat crust. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, but basically it's just like, I don't know, like, it's like an own thing I want to do it for. It also is a really good way to, like, make you healthy because you're cutting out a lot of, like, really bad fats that you get from, like, meats or whatever. And since yeah, yeah, COVID, yeah. I have become a, a slob, <laughs> as I think a lot of people have. So it's like a really yeah. nice way to like rapidly like get shit back in check. Oh, that's good. But uh, besides that, uh, I finished the book Eyes of the Dragon, which is from Stephen King. It's nice. a high fantasy novel. Um, loved it. The last hundred pages. It was the first book in a long time where like it was like eleven thirty, and I was like on the like like close to the last like the last hundred pages and literally i could not put it down yeah oh it's been a long time since that's happened like i i I was just enthralled and just turning page after page and then last night i started uh my best friend's exorcism by grady hendrix and how is that i love all this stuff dude like it's he's he is probably my new favorite author to be 100 percent honest interesting okay Um, okay um I will add on quickly that uh, I did finish yes, horror story. I feel very bad uh, that on my recommendation you didn't and immediately it returned it. Uh, I did return it, yeah. um, but then I very quickly in a day in an hour read uh, the first Dark Tower mm-hmm. book, and I'm uh, already on the second. You have to so. listen out to Rachel's uh, yeah. cast of Caw too. Oh, I'm yeah. going to. And then just trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I was uh, on Rachel's podcast. She had someone went on vacation so she asked if i could help and so me and matilda joined her when we reviewed american psycho and how did that go um so spoilers i don't want to spoil too much but i was not the biggest of fan of the movie as they were i found it had besides the vulgarity of the book it had the same problem the book had which that it was boring yep oh we'll be hearing more about that today and on that lovely teaser, we are getting into our review of The Thing from Another World. This science fiction film was released in 1951, and it came from director Christian Nyby, produced by Howard Hawks, and was released by RKO Pictures. Nyby is most famous for his work directing television, having episodes from classes such as Gunsmoke and Wagon Train, and he also uh, was an editor for a lot of Howard Hawks' films. RKO, which is Radio Keith Orpheum, was one of the five major motion picture studios during Hollywood's Golden Age. This studio is responsible for films such as King Kong, Citizen Kane, It's a Wonderful Life, and distributed many of the early works from Walt Disney. The film stars Margaret Sheridan and Kenneth Toby. Uh, Sheridan is probably uh, best known for her role in this film. She was a protege of director Howard Hawks, um, uh, the director of one of my wife's favorite films, His Girl Friday. And then uh, she had her last acting role in 1964 in the film's Man's Favorite Sport, with a question mark in the title, which is... Interesting. Uh, Kenneth Toby had a wide-spanning career, appearing in numerous films and television shows. He's perhaps most well-known for his role in the TV show Whirlybirds. Uh, no idea what that is, but that's yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say, I really hope you don't call me on that because I have no idea. idea. Uh, the film is based on the novella Who Goes There from author John C. Campbell. 
A more faithful adaptation would come out decades later, according to Campbell himself. This is going by the shortened title for this film, The Thing, and was directed by my guy, John Carpenter. Um, one of the very first podcasts we ever did is I did a spotlight on John Carpenter. So yeah. I would recommend going back listening to that before we get into um, The Thing. Uh, I couldn't find out how much the film cost to shoot, but it did gross over $1.95 million at the box office. And then I have some trivia that I pulled from IMDb. Oh, God. Oh, okay, like you're not going to no, ask me. No, not at all. No, 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 no. Okay, no. good. <laughs> no, I, I know your thoughts enough about this. That, that would not be fun for you. <laughs> the skeleton crew at the South Pole Telescope Station have a tradition every winter over of watching this movie and the other two adaptations on the very first night after the departure of the final plane of the season. So basically when they're left there for the winter, they, they the watch these movies. Ahead of themselves. Nice. Um, let's find some more interesting stuff. Originally it was intended to make the creature a shapeshifter, as in the novel, but the limited budget forced the filmmakers to drop the idea. Early conceptual sketches depict a very plant-like looking creature with one of its limbs seemingly undergoing a transformation into a human head. I think that would have been more interesting than what we got. We'll okay, talk about go it. <laughs> close-ups of the thing were removed. It was felt that the makeup could not hold up to close scrutiny. However, the lack of close-ups gave the creature a more mysterious quality. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold it back. Okay. Directors Ridley Scott, John Frankenheimer, Toby Hooper, uh, your guy, and John Carpenter all cited the movie as a key influential film in their lives. And I guess Ben Carpenter would famously readapt this film in 1982. Um, do, 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 do. I'm trying to find the most interesting stuff. According to makeup artist Lee Greenway, he took James Arness, who is the person who plays the thing, in his car to the house of and producer and co-director Howard Hawks to show off the makeup for the thing. After months of frustration, Hawks told Greenway to put a Frankenstein, the 1931 version, type of headpiece on Arness. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> It's really hard not to just. <laughs> just I'm very excited. Really Veteran <laughs> stuntman Tom Steele replaced James Arness in the fire scene. Steele wore an asbestos suit with a special fiberglass helmet with an oxygen supply underneath. He used a 100% oxygen supply, which is highly combustible. It was literally pure luck he didn't burn his lungs while breathing in the mixture. I think we're definitely going to be talking a lot about the fire scene because I think it was probably the most interesting thing that happened in this movie and it was actually really good the famous scene when the crew formed a ring around the flying saucer frozen in the ice was actually filmed at rko ranch in san fernando valley in 100 degree weather oxygen is not highly combustible fires burn when other elements combine with oxygen release energy oxygen often uh makes other substances burn but it can't combine with itself so it doesn't burn um more fun things oh it is generally believed that howard hawks took over direction from christian nyby his former editor during production it has always been acknowledged by nyby that hawks was the guiding hand however in an interview james arnest said that while hawks spent a lot of time on set it was nyby who actually directed the picture not hawks filmmaker john carpenter who directed the remake of the thing said in an interview which you might hear a little bit from later, not this part of the interview, but in the same interview, that he asked Hawks the question in 1971. Hawks told him that he only gave Nyby some suggestions. 
Carpenter noted that in later life, Hawk started to claim more and more credit for directing the film, and that the completed movie has much more of Hawk's trademarks than of Nivey's later works. Um, Hawks was known for the conversation between characters that drives the plot along, where it's like not really anything to do with the plot, but it's how you okay. learn about the characters and learn about their personalities through these like conversations over cards or sharing a cigarette or having a meal. Um, the cost of creating the um, costume for The Thing was $40,000. In today's equivalent dollars, that'd be $370,000. Or what the thing looked That's like. That's correct. And the, act- uh, and the right. actor who played the thing, James Arness, <laughs> complained that the costume made him look like a giant carrot. I oh, tried God, my best oh, to provide <laughs> feedback from all perspectives. Uh, if you haven't gotten from Justin's little comments, I he was not the fan of this that I was. Um, oh, God, no. But we'll get into it. So, Justin, I have a stopwatch yep. pull up for myself. It's been a long time since I've done this. Unfortunately for me, I'm kind of in trouble because there's not a lot of there here. But I'm going to do my best. So, if you give me a 3-2-1, I will tell you in the audience the plot. I don't think you'll need 60 seconds. Uh, three, two, one, go. So the film starts off in uh, an anchorage where a couple of military men and journalists are talking, and they invite the journalists up with them to go check out this interesting thing up at the pole. They get up there, basically they found a ship underneath the ice. There's a scientist up there who decides to blow it out of the ice in order to uncover it, and by doing so, he blows up the ship and find a body inside take the body back to the base and basically the body is still alive and it's mutating and attacks the dog um, it rips people apart it looks like Frankenstein um, and basically they decide that they have to kill it and they kill it with fire um, and that leads into probably the scene that's the best in the whole movie where like, they pour gasoline on it they shoot it with a flare gun and they throw it and he's constantly on fire chasing them basically they're able to kill the monster the doctor gets beat up and they all go home and Scotty is to have the journalist the story of a lifetime and he radios back home to Anchorage and tells them we need to beware of what's coming from space. Yes. Um, yeah, that was the plot. <laughs> I. So I'll go first with the pros <laughs> for plot. Okay. Okay. And obviously in plot, we also kind of include, include the screenplay here. Um, we reviewed the birds in the past. We have reviewed Jaws, which had a similar sequence in it. I am definitely more of a fan of the Howard Hawks character introduction, character development than Justin is. Yeah. Like the, I don't want to use overacting as the word. Listen here. Say, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yes. Yeah. So when I watched the first scene, I literally messaged Justin, and I was like, you're not going to like this. <laughs> and you weren't wrong. <laughs> um, so I do like the way the movie is scripted. I think the story is interesting. Um, whereas a lot of the other things we have reviewed so far had like overtly political messaging in them, this is just a fun yeah. sci-fi story. 
uh, take out fun, but, and I would but, agree yeah, it's that, a that, that's the intent, Yeah, right. There isn't like yes. Heinlein trying to like critique what's going on in America, right? This is literally just like the space alien is discovered, and let's let's find it. Yeah, I I do like the idea that they kind of, I mean, they screw themselves by blowing up the yes. ship. Um, and like the, uh, one of the scientists says, or the doctor says like, oh, well, there goes basically our chance. And I I found that whole, I found like their, their conversation around the frozen spaceship hilarious. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like I really (laughs) just couldn't get into, I mean, the characters, right? Like it's just how, how they present themselves, how they are. I mean, it's, it's like the townspeople and the birds, right? Like it's very like these caricatures of people. So even though I do enjoy it more than you, I do feel like this movie, it doesn't drag. It's like an hour and 20 minutes, but it's, it's boring. Like if you don't like the character dialogue and the back and forth, especially between the uh, air Colonel and his like love interest, which I want to talk about here in a second. um, Yeah. You're not going to have a good time because the interesting parts of this movie, the spaceship discovery and blowing it up, um, the fire sequence, when they go look at the plants and the plants are breathing and stuff, those cool sequences are few and far between. See, I, I would even say say that they draw they draw out the explosion sequence so much that to me it was okay. Boring. Okay, I I really think they I mean they do do that with a lot of this movie. Personally, I think that a lot of the threads in this movie are just like dragged out, or there's literally parts where like nothing is really happening and it's yeah. not interesting, or it's like something that is completely stupid like the guy putting a heated blanket on the block of ice like that was, that was just funny like, i laughed at that oh i didn't i okay. was like well oh my I, God, I have again to watch an, I knew an hour more of this you were just gonna <laughs> not like god damn you larry like what i gave you dead space you give me this um so let's talk about the relationship between um the captain and his love interest uh okay I kind of thought it was interesting where like they never dumbed her down or made her like a damsel in distress. Yeah, it, it, it was, but it was also at the same time, lots of threatening of like getting slapped and, you know, really just a lot. Not, I wouldn't, I won't say a lot actually that, that that's taking it a little too harshly, but there, there are like definitely, Whenever she says something that he doesn't like, he's always like, "Get ready for the back of my hand." See yeah, that kind like, of stuff. And, like, so you're, like, and you're right, oh, but also man. like, like, she, like she like, apparently like she abandoned him, like got him drunk and abandoned him, and like like she definitely like holds a lot more control in that relationship than compared to like what we read in Puppet Master. That's oh, more I, what I meant. I, I I will say I did not like the end where they were basically all the men were sitting around basically uh, figuring out her future I for know. her. I know. God, God bless I'm sorry that. to keep bringing you back into that, but um, that's kind of what I have for plot. Is like, I do enjoy the dialogue. I find it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I would much rather have this kind of dialogue than like the shit we had in like, let's say, Godzilla versus Kong. But okay. the movie is boring, and 
I know it's an older film, but when you're watching a sci-fi film, you kind of want to be in like pulled in constantly. And I did find there were times where I was like, okay, like let's get to the next monster sequence. Yeah. See the, the issue for me though, was even like <laughs> the monster stuff was just, it was and boring. We'll talk about like, that there, cinematography because I'm except for the fire. Yeah, I will give you the fire. Cause that was cool. But also the way they kind of deal with the monster at the end is I now it is explain for the audience because I don't think many people have probably seen the end. Oh, uh, he gets electrocuted, but it's horribly drawn on electric like electric bolts, and he just kind of like shrinks. Every every chuck the evil scientist away. Oh yeah, after he chucks the evil scientist away. Oh, by the way, there is also the just. So everybody knows there is a giant man throwing dogs around and you do see it. Yeah, that was brutal. Good point. I forgot to bring that up. Uh, Yeah, that was brutal. Even in black and white, that was brutal. Yeah, it was just, I I don't know. I I don't, I think they do themselves a disservice by dragging everything out. It was more just the way the films at that time kind of happened. Because if you look at a film, like, for example, that I really liked from around the same time period, um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. There's not a lot of plot development. It's a lot of characters interacting. See, it, it, like for me, how I had to look at it was like the plot in uh, them, which I actually yeah. really liked. And I, I think I, I don't remember the year of them. I think it might have been a couple of years after this. Then came out. I, three I don't years know. After I, I just correct. Yeah, I, I just I don't think uh, I agree that the Howard Hawks. There. Like, I, yeah. I don't think you've seen his Girl Friday, but this is his no, style no. of movie. Like the highly dialogue driven, and the thing is, I just okay. don't think that fits well in sci-fi. Oh, absolutely! Because I think not. the best <laughs> I've ever seen a dialogue driven science fiction film is Ex Machina, but I think never oh, seen it. Still, okay, I'll stop. You okay. should watch that movie. I mean, at this point, like, see, this is the problem. Is now at this point, I'll just wait for us to. Well, have it's not to really horror. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, then I'll watch it eventually. We, uh, hey, There's so much shit, though. I know. Man, so Ex Machina is. Oof. I remember. I remember. I went and saw it. It was like when me and Devin had like first started dating. I went and saw it. Yeah. Uh, the next day, I went and picked her up, and I was like, "We're going to see this." And I went and saw it the next night, and made her go see it with me, and she loved it too. I love Ex Machina. It's and it's only three characters in the whole movie. Really? Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's the girl like who played Tomb Raider, the new uh, Tomb Raider, Laura Croft. Um, okay. the guy that. who is uh, Ron Weasley's older brother, okay. and um, Poe, Dameron. Um, oh, okay, it's just yeah, the three yeah, of them. Yeah. Interesting, it's, I, okay. Justin. I I think you'd really like it. I do think you'd like it. Okay, okay. plot, plot. All right. Okay. Um, I guess what I was trying to think. Of, I was trying to think of like them, and I was trying to think of like boring movies that like still had me interested in stuff. Uh, I agree with Justin that them was a much better old sci-fi film, so I ended up giving this a six. Justin, oh, I gave it a two. Uh, I had to fall. I fell asleep. Uh, Michelle had to wake me up, and we had to rewind it <laughs> more than once. The spice, the spice. Okay, okay. <laughs> Cinematography. Um, let's talk about the, the big pros first. The fire okay. sequence, the stunt for that. Oh, is immaculate. Is probably so unsafe. Which is why it's so amazing. Um, I loved it. Like I remember, I, I remember I messaged oh. you after I saw it, and I was like, "Justin, yeah. like there is one scene in this that you are going to like." 
Oh, and honestly, it's my favorite scene. The way that they were basically just throwing fire throwing around that you know, room. Like, the, I, I watched it again before we recorded this tonight, and um, yeah, the scene that blew my mind the most is where he, like he's like the 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 thing is on fire. He's like stalking towards the guy in yeah. the wall. The guy throws gasoline on him, pulls this mattress, covers himself with the mattress, and then the other dude throws more like a leather a match on him, and the mattress catches on fire. The thing catches on fire. Like there's fire everywhere. I don't know how people didn't die. The fact that that man's suit was filled with 100 percent oxygen blows my mind that it didn't explode. Like the the sequence is insane. Like like honestly, if they try oh, to film is. that today, like people will be arrested. Oh, big time. I mean, even how like the the female i can't remember her name i'm sorry i can't remember could I, anybody's totally name in this movie I, I, just, yeah I, okay. scotty is the only person i remember is because of star trek and he's a journalist that is the only name i remember <laughs> and he's fucking yes. annoying but anyways uh like how the woman was like holding the mattress up against her head and the monster is like literally just like setting yes. that mattress on fire and she's no gloves or nothing just holding that I, mattress like, honestly like, when i when i watched it the first time then watching it again all i could think of is how close they came becoming on that shutter mini documentary series about curse films yeah oh big time <laughs> <laughs> that's all i could think about I was like you guys came so close yeah like yeah. someone <laughs> prayed to the right person and and got themselves a pass because wow <laughs> yeah like i i think even if you don't go seek this movie out. I think you should at least look up that scene. It's like because 90 it is seconds. Like... You can find it on YouTube. I actually found a colorized version of it. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, which is okay. pretty interesting. But no, That's that, that scene is incredibly impressive. Um, yeah. I also think they did a very good job of making you feel isolated on that base. Yeah, see, for me, I, I don't think they okay. did because there were still messages getting through. Um, they were like... I meant like inter- not with like getting phone calls. I meant like the, the structure itself, like the way they filmed the corridors and like and like how tight all the hallways were. That's more what I meant. Mm, see, see, for me, it was just... I, I, honestly, like I, I don't know if I just had an out for this movie after I felt like it wasted Sorry. my time, but no, that's okay. Uh, hey, the fire scene was awesome. So and it's important we but are no, going to be reviewing Carpenters, so. Yes, yeah, yes, which we're going to have to talk about after uh, when we get into the closing because I do okay. have a question for you about that. Um, but I, I, I just think that I, they did a good job of mapping it out in a way but i still had a hard time kind of figuring out where okay. everything was um especially they just burned out an entire room after the fire thing and that was yeah. okay didn't really mean anything to them and then magically there was a generator room on the inside uh it it, it was just yeah. all like it felt very like cobbled together sure. for me um but those are like the kind of the biggest pros that i have this is like this is a 1950s film like it has the same kind of situation that th- that them had or any yeah. of these old kind of movies, right? They're very limited by the technology that was available to them. And I, the budget, I don't think, was very big. Like I could barely find any numbers on the budget, so I don't think it was that large. Um, and sci-fi back then was kind of like looked upon as like a lesser genre, which means even today kind yeah. of can happen. Um, yeah. I just don't think this is something you like you point out about. It's just middle of the pack. It's like there's nothing really good. There's also nothing really bad. It's just a standard 1950s black and white fair. Would you agree with that? Except for that. Uh, yeah, except for the electricity, man. That was just bad. Um, 
like laughably. Bad. I want to ask you this now. Okay. Do you think? Because I think the last two are kind of separate. But do you think, as far as plot and cinematography? Oh wait, we need to talk about the monster. It looks terrible. It looks oh, like absolutely. Frankenstein. It looks. I just I, I was like, I oh was hey stupid. look, they put some long nails on yeah, the guy. Yeah, put long nails on the guy <laughs> and, and a Frankenstein helmet. Like it, it, it was not yeah. very scary. It, it was very so disappointing. Bad. Um, yes. I can't believe I forgot about that. <laughs> that sucked. That was not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you think, having seen Carpenter's thing already, okay? do you think yeah. that that tainted... Uh, been a long time, but... Like, how you thought about, like, the plot and, like, structure of this film? Uh, no. So, I actually didn't realize that this was the original. Yeah, I didn't tell you. I, I, I gave was... hints, but I never actually told you. Yeah, I had no idea until about halfway through. Um, honestly, no. By that point, I had already like okay. checked out basically. Um, honestly, if I, if I were to score it comparatively to that, I think this movie would be doing even okay. worse. All right, interesting. Okay, so for cinematography, I gave okay. it a five. I gave a lot of points for the fire scene, and it's better than Taming the T Rex. So. I give it a five, mostly for the fire scene. Uh, anything other than that is just... Yeah, the fire scene wasn't in there. I think this would be very low. Yeah. Because okay. of <laughs> how bad the monster looks. When you're selling an alien monster movie, um, your monster should look kind of badass, and it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, audio. Um, I think you and I are going to have two very separate opinions when it comes to the acting performances. So let's see if we agree on the theme. Oh, I didn't you like, like it. You like the theme at all? No, I think, I mean, a, a lot of that stuff played now sounds bad. Really? really okay, I, see, I like it. I Like, I hear that, and it's immediately, like, like going back to my grandpa watching the old classic sci-fi movies, and it's like, I know what I'm getting into. So, like, I have a soft spot, soft spot for that old, like, 1950, 1960, yeah. like, kind of thing. Oh, see, even like putting it on the soundboard, I was like, oh, fuck, okay, turn so the volume down. So this is this probably going to be our biggest uh, separating factor. <laughs> oh, big here. time. Oh, big okay. time. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I liked it. Justin didn't like it. Acting, I, yep. I'm a, I'm a sucker for this shit, man. I like his girl Friday. I, know, I, know I like are. Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's. Like anything with Audrey, like anything with Gregory Peck. This is the same kind of shtick. This is just like the overacting, dramatic. Like every everything you say is just the most important thing ever, and everyone is just putting like a hundred and twenty percent out there. So if you like that, like me, you're going to enjoy this. Then the other side of the coin, Justin. <laughs> oh, if you don't, I absolutely <laughs> fucking hated it. Um, um, I, I mean, really, I, I it was hard to find someone to connect okay. to, uh, because they all, like you said, it's all that like nineteen fifties overacting, yes. um. Even like I started, there was like a point where I was like, "Oh, I kind of like how the doctor, like yeah, the evil, I guess kind of doctor is being played." But then immediately I was like, "No, I, it's just bad." Um, the monster sounds horrible. Uh, yeah, I didn't. There was like nothing for me See, really to it, pull it, out. Conversely, of here. I actually thought the monster was interesting for how much I hated his design. Oh, for me, it was just like, oh, there's another laughable thing about that monster. Okay, so this is definitely going to be our, our biggest gap here. Um, yes. I gave it a seven and a half because I do like the theme and I love the acting. There's better acting of this kind of variety. I think we've actually even seen that on this podcast already. But this 
this is the, the one of the biggest reasons why I like these old films is because of like the the acting and the soundtrack and the aesthetic. So how far apart are we adjusted on these scores? Uh, I gave it a two because I could at least understand them. That's what I pulled away from this movie. Okay, how scary. I think I have ended up in the point on this podcast where I defend these old films or find like existential reasons why I find them scary. Um, and I think, yes, and I, I think for the most part, I do a good job explaining myself. In this one, okay. when you see what the thing does to the dog, which was jarring. Oh, when it just like throws and you find the, the body and it's like ripped or like apart and stuff. Um, hey, it's not ripped apart. Okay, it's just a, it's a it looked it looked bad. It's bad. Like, I, I, it was it in was my head. Dog. It looked terrible. In my head, I I, I looked away. Like I, I'm, I'm very it much literally looked like a... I don't like that kind of shit. Um, <laughs> it looked like a sleeping dog. That's it. Uh, but if you're trying to make a scary alien movie, and even though I haven't seen the thing, I know what the thing looks like. I know like what it does and stuff. And obviously anybody with any kind of tangential interest in horror knows the sequence where he's like operating on the guy and he hands it in the chest and it bites it off. Right. There is yeah. nothing that even comes close to this. Even the fire sequence isn't scary. It's just incredibly impressive. And like, Oh my God, you got yeah. lucky you didn't die. Um, yeah. I gave this a house scary score of a one and a half. And literally is because the dog thing may be turned away, but I am also a wimp. So I know that pe- I know people have said, and I know you also roll your eyes when I defend some of the, the <laughs> horror in these old films because of existential reasons. I can't do any of that shit here. I just can't. And there's not even like any like political commentary where you can, like I can even like try to pull on a thread. Like I, I can't. Yeah. Like this is I didn't pick this movie because <laughs> I thought it was going to blow us away with the horror. I picked it because it's important to see at least for myself, I thought, and hopefully for our listeners, and maybe even you when we get to it. To see what inspired what many consider to be one of the greatest alien horror films of all time. So this is crazy because I think we're on the opposite spectrum. I actually gave this a ten. <laughs> yeah, did you? <laughs> no, I gave it a fucking one. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's got nothing really in this category to push for. It, it, it yeah. really doesn't. I really can't say any more because I think you said it all. It's just, it's just not. not. <laughs> There's like nothing. Yeah, and. Like it's it's bad when you laugh at the monster. Immediately, it looks like Frankenstein. It looks like, like Frankenstein. It looks like they literally got <laughs> the makeup and the and the stuff from the old Universal Frankenstein movie and said, "Fuck it, don't put light on them. No one will tell." <laughs> and that's why I said, "Holy shit!" And it's, and it's so like, what sad. Thirty thousand dollars. Like, when you when you go and like when I was reading those notes, like they like the idea of it being like a plant monster and like kind of like I think about yeah. like uh that one Goosebump plant one. Like where the parents are like plant alien things, okay, like yeah, that yeah, could have been yeah, so yeah. cool. You know what I mean? And instead, yeah, we get definitely. a knockoff Frankenstein, and it's just disappointing all around. Oh, okay, <laughs> like there is nothing. I, I I got nothing. I mean, <laughs> all right. So for plot, I gave it a six. Justin gave it a two. For cinematography, we both gave it fives. For audio, I gave it a seven and a half. Justin gave it a two. And for how scary, I gave it a one and a half. Justin gave it a one. So our final score for Here's Johnny is a 38. That 38 is definitely closer to the bottom than the top. But it is not in the bottom 10. Uh, it actually... Which is sad at this point. It is actually above a, a movie that you forced on us, Salem's Lot. <sighs> yep. 
<laughs> I love being able to say that because uh, I know I've forced a lot of things on you that you probably question, like, what the fuck, Larry? But Salem's Lot is what I tried to shield you from. I know, and I, I saw the vampire, and I was like, fuck yeah, And Toby this. Hooper, and, I watched it. and, like, the good source material, oh, and, oh, Lord. And it's, right above it is Saw the Video Game with a 40%, but the movie above it is Lake Placid, which we reviewed last season with a 41%. Yeah, this was much worse. You than think Lake Placid. so? <laughs> See, I, would, I would watch this before Lake Placid. Oh, I love the I, acting shtick, dude. I really do. I don't think I would ever watch <laughs> this again, ever. Even if we were to re-review it, I would just tell you that I watched <laughs> it again and not. No, we have trust, Justin. We can't do that. We suffer together. I know. Even, I even know. when one of us can't play a video game, I sit there and coach you through Blair Witch. I know. I know. I know. God damn. I know. I would Blair do it, but I wouldn't buddy. be happy. Yeah, once you get your new computer, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. So, actually, we are going to have a commercial this week. Um, yes. I shared with Justin an interview that John Carpenter had on Turner Classic Movies. Every once in a while, they'll bring on, like, these famous directors or producers or whatever, and they'll curate, like, a day's worth of programming. And a while back, John Carpenter was on there, and one of the first – the first movie he picked, actually, for his curation was this film, Think for Another World. Um it's a really, really interesting interview. If you go over to YouTube and look it up, it's it's you can find it on there. The whole thing is like six and a half minutes long. Um, yeah, I think it's like just, just yeah, over six. I had Justin pull a 30-second snippet, though, with specifically talking about why Carpenter wanted to take on a remake. Because if you listen to the full interview, he talks about like how he liked the movie growing up. Like As a kid, he went and saw it in theaters and yeah. liked it. And then going to film school and learning more about it, he liked it even more. Um, so we're going to include that this week. So again, go to Turner Classic Movies and find the full thing. Um, but Justin, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and play that interview. Now you remade this in 1982. I did. Now, first off, where'd you get the nerve to do that? And then why did you do that? Well, this was an assignment. This was my first studio feature. Okay. It was offered to me. Right. And I thought, I can't turn this down. But I was not, I was not anxious to remake this movie because of my love for it. And I realized I don't know how I can make this better, really. I can modernize it, but how do I make this better? So my idea was to, to make it as true to our time in the 80s right. as Hawks was to his time in the 50s. What was the biggest challenge for you oh, in that? The thing had a lot of challenges. The locations, uh, the, the design of the creature, um, just braving the elements and shooting on location was really grueling. But it turned out uh, I was delighted with it. So I've never seen the thing. Like, like I've mentioned several times, okay. like yeah. being in this horror space and watching like YouTube videos or watching like documentaries or everything. Like it is one of those films that is constantly discussed, right? Oh, so I, I know a little bit about it. I don't know how it ends. I don't know that it's how the discovery works, but I do know some of like the death scenes. So I'm actually very, very, very excited. Um, that review isn't coming for about another month. We have some things in yeah. between there, but it is one of the materials that I am most excited about when I placed it on this review list because it is it has been something on my list that I've wanted to check off for a long time. So I'm very excited to review it with you. So, I, so a yes. couple things. Um, I should have teen, I should have put the thing video game on here. Is it a thing video game? Should have. 
Absolutely, and it's based. It's actually a sequel to the thing. I mean, we still can't do since our podcast. We can add it in if you want to. We yeah, absolutely. It's a survival horror what, uh, game, and I'm looking what at pictures. Consoles it on? Uh, PS2, Xbox, and PC. Oh, yeah, I'll have to do some hunting for it because that's a harder one for me to get my hands on. Okay. But I can definitely start looking. Oh shit, man! I'm reading about some of these. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm I'm reading about some of the systems in the game. Where you're, well, you, you know the hook of the you thing. You can't tell who's right? who. Apparently, it's the oh, same. Oh, cool! In the game. That's cool. So yeah, um, the 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 thing I did yes, want to ask you though is, so we are watching the original yes. the thing, which we obviously did this week. We are doing the remake yep. of the thing. And I am curious why we are not doing the prequel to the nineteen eighty two the thing by watching the two thousand eleven the thing. I know that's a lot of the things in a row. Still. I'm still recording if you can hear me. Are you back? I can hear you. Yes, we're back. Okay, you're back now. Okay. I don't know if you heard what I asked. I, I think I know you're gonna ask, but it's ask it again, I'll respond to it. I'm pretty sure I know what you're asking though. Go ahead. Okay. So we watched the original yes. the thing. We watched. We are going to be watching the remake of the thing. I'm curious as to why we're not watching the prequel to the nineteen eighty two the thing by watching the two thousand eleven the you thing. Know I know that's a lot of the answer. things in a row. Forgot about it. Yes. Because <laughs> I because I, I have that we, master we list that I, I pulled think, from. Like I put maybe when we yeah. when we originally created, and I like went yeah. from a lot of like lists about greatest horror films and like I, I put all those things on there and. Um, that one wasn't on any of the lists and I haven't seen that either. And it honestly just slipped so, my mind. Like I, I, I think we should, if you would be up for it, it is not as good. <laughs> um, but I, mean, I movie reviews but are super still easy. Like, like the prep work for that for me yeah. in the background, it's like an hour or two depending upon what's there, like going on reading articles and stuff and like watch the movies like an hour or two or two hours three hours tops so i don't mind doing yeah. it and, the, and the, like i said the honest to god reason is i forgot it i forgot it existed oh, yeah no i i i think we should because i think you know what we're doing the dead space series we're gonna have that like in a nice cocoon here we should do the thing the series kind of i guess um we should we should i i think we should i think it's in i mean obviously in 2011 they're trying to do a lot of shit um and making a prequel to the thing wasn't did you exactly know was the best a idea, going in, or did you ruin a surprise? I I knew when I watched okay. it. I, I didn't know if it was like a twist at the end that it was a sequel. I honestly because it was we're gonna get some very angry emails from people who haven't seen it. Well, if it was a twist, it wasn't <laughs> a very good twist. I'm sorry, but no, like yeah, the, the honestly God answer is I just yeah. forgot. I forgot about it. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, Whatever. I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm I'm like very happy with the movies I picked. Um, yeah. But I definitely, like I mentioned, on a similar vein, I am a, I'm kind of trapped in the past. I like seeing like where horse started <laughs> and where we're at now, or yeah. where, like, famous directors took things. Like I, like I, I, yeah. I know it gets crapped on, but I really like Rob Zombie's interpretation of Halloween. Oh, I like the, yeah, the first. Yeah, the second Halloween. one is ass. The second one is not. The second Rob Zombie Halloween is not good, but the first one, yeah. Like I remember sneaking into a theater. Oh, I actually to watch that really movie. like it. I love it. And that's come from someone who yeah. loves the original. 
Yeah, I actually I remember seeing that movie in theater. Yeah, I loved times. it. It was fucking awesome. It was absolutely yeah. amazing. So, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I very much have a problem of being kind of trapped in the past. Um, so yeah, I, I don't mind. We can we can definitely slot it in later on. I want to review. I, I think we should, I, I think it I would want to be review the thing first. I mean, we can. Oh yeah, I, I I think obviously we can lay it out how you normally lay it out by yeah. year, but I think it'd be interesting yeah. anyways. I'm totally I'm hundred percent like like It was more okay. It was more neglect than it was uh, purposely missing uh, missing the boat. Um, so kind of give everybody a little rundown for the next couple of episodes. Next week is our first patron force entry, which is Blasto. That comes courtesy of our... You are giving it way too much like excitement when you say it. You're supposed to say, like, oh, yeah, next week is... <sighs> nah, Blasto. man. I, honest to God, feel like <laughs> the crappier... Like... They're not crappy because we've had crappy reviews that are dull like a, a boring crappy movie yeah. or a boring crappy game is just blah when you get something like like, like rampage <laughs> rampage was never hard yeah there was no like, you had a, a crash yeah but like we knew we were going to beat it we just knew we had to get through it yeah yeah but absolutely. if you think back to like vampire hunter d or like system shock 2 Hey, like games where you question like am i gonna beat this shit yeah like we had the or for me the roguelike uh vampire game oh i don't even remember what it was called but i actually castle nosferatu oh it was just it was just some kind of game but oh my god yeah like when I got like over halfway through that, and then like I glitched out of the map and I couldn't go back onto that and that 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 rooftop castle fight. Oh, I wanted to freak yeah. out. Oh man! Or like, <laughs> I don't know. So I think when you get aggressively abusive, crappy things, I think that's fun. Um, but yeah, Blasto's next week. <laughs> then we have the original The Blob. That was one that my wife said that if we were reviewing. If we were doing an alien season, we had to do because she loves it. Uh, then okay. after that, as long as Justin's able to see it, we will be reviewing Candyman. I am very excited. There was a trailer for it where we wouldn't solve Suicide Squad. And I, based on the trailer, I think it might be better than the original Candyman. I really do. And I, I might be setting myself up for failure, but I am, I am excited. I am excited. I just, I hope they treat the Tony Todd Candyman with respect. That's I'm all interested I to see for. what they're going to do with that. I totally agree. Um, then we have Invasion yeah. of the Body Snatchers, which is kind of like a follow-up to Puppet Master because it's based off of that. Uh, then we have Dead Space 2 and then The Thing. So that's kind of like your next rundown of episodes coming up. Uh, I am going to try to play some Blasto on stream in the next week, so maybe keeping an eye out for that. Uh, I'm not sure if Justin's going to have time to play Dead Space 2 I know that work's been crazy, and obviously he's getting ready to get married here soon. Congratulations oh. again, sir. God, yeah. Um, and the only Thank other thing you, we need yeah, to plan, Justin, know. maybe after this is recording is done, is which ones we want to pre-record. Which we yeah. can do here, for because we were kind of wrapping things up kind of fast, so we can do that afterwards. But guys, um, I want to say I appreciate it. I, I'm not sure. Like, it's very interesting, because I, I, I look at like download numbers, and I'm still shocked that War of the Worlds radio drama has almost doubled downloads for Dead Space. Like it's been out longer, but That's wild. It's, I I pick some stuff sometimes that I I just want to do. Like I find interesting, so I'm making people yeah. do, and it's just crazy. Like so, uh, if you want to hear more old content, let us know. If you want to hear more crappy content, please don't let us know. Keep that to yourself. I I, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. 
uh but no i'm having a lot of fun with aliens like like i think at this time when we we're doing yeah. kaiju i think we were both like oh fuck what we do yeah it, it's been definitely like it's a stark <laughs> difference uh even in like my mood going into these things uh between kaiju and now because i'm actually having yeah, fun good. again well, good that's that's the most important <laughs> thing yeah. uh any last thoughts jay before we wrap this up no All i got right, perfect uh Hopefully, people enjoyed the dialogue as much as I did. If not, let us know. But guys, until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at beaver la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord and to the website we are also on instagram at here's johnny underscore podcast also in the show notes we'll have a link to the twitch and youtube channels and if you would like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast every cent goes into the show And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.